0: CHAPTER 1 WHEN IT ALL FALLS DOWN JUNE, 2018 Since man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil, he must not reach out, take from the tree of life, eat, and live forever. Genesis Chapter 3, verse 22 Adam roared down the freeway at a dangerous ninety miles per hour. Early morning commuters flashed angry glares as he weaved in and out of traffic, forcing several drivers to slam on their brakes. Whether he noticed and didn't care, or he cared but didn't notice, was irrelevant. His only concern was getting to his office as quickly as possible. He was minutes away from losing all that he had spent the last three years working to create. Ironically, the technology that could have prevented this situation was what he was now rushing to save. Identitech LLC the technology conglomerate where Adam worked, had developed a supercard capable of storing every detail of an individual's life, including banking details and medical history. He had been concerned about the risk of that sensitive data being stolen. Under his direction, the hardware geeks at his company had brainstormed new ways to store data securely, and he worked tirelessly on a design that was as close to foolproof as humanly possible. A recent Northwest MSU graduate with a master's degree in nanoscale science, his solution was brilliant. But it wouldn't matter how great it was if the bomb now ticking in his company's computer lab blew his work into oblivion. Adam's adrenaline surged as he glanced at the clock on his dashboard. He had received the call from Ms. Mooring only five minutes ago, When the call came, he had abandoned a steaming cup of coffee at the gas station and jumped in his Mercedes for the twenty-minute drive to work. Speeding ninety miles an hour on the freeway cut the trip to fifteen minutes, but it was fifteen minutes too long. Cursing under his breath, Adam berated himself for not backing up the code for his latest prototype onto a flash drive. Who could have anticipated that someone would plant a bomb at his company's headquarters? Who would be so crazy as to threaten a major technology firm like Identitech and blow up a building occupied by several thousand people? Adam darted in and out of the heavy traffic, which was backing up because of the crisis unfolding at his company's headquarters. He veered into the right lane as his exit came into view. The massive outline of the Identitech building towered against the barren hills and undeveloped property in the background. Adam let up on the gas and took a deep breath, trying to calm himself. His heart was pounding, and he felt like a trapped animal as he tried to cope with the stark reality that the crowning achievement of his short career was about to be blown sky-high. He hit the brakes at a crosswalk and then made a right onto the two-lane avenue that wound its way to his company's nine-story headquarters. As soon as he turned onto the access road that led to the Identitech employee parking area, Adam encountered police barricades. He pulled off the road and switched on the car radio to a local news station to catch the latest report on the bomb threat. All around him, the scene was chaotic. Dozens of cars were parked along the road, and small knots of Identitech employees looked on apprehensively. Please let this be a dream, Adam mumbled as his car rolled to a stop on loose gravel. The police barricade also blocked the irrigation ditch that ran parallel to the road and he could see no way through. He jumped from his Mercedes, eyeing a cluster of police cars parked about fifty yards away. Uniformed officers stood in the middle of the road, huddled in discussion, and didn't notice Adam as he climbed over the barricade and sprinted towards the Identitech building. He had made it halfway across the large employee parking lot before a gruff voice ordered, "'Hey you, stop right there!' Adam ignored the command." and as he reached a knot of fire trucks, ambulances, police cars, and bomb squad vehicles, he broke into a run towards the building entrance. Suddenly, he was tackled from behind and brought to the ground. As Adam hit the pavement, he heard a ripping sound as a seam on his expensive gray business suit tore open. "'I said stop! You can't go in there!' admonished the voice that had ordered him to halt a couple of minutes earlier. Adam struggled against the strong hands and managed to turn his head, "'catching a glimpse of a burly cop "'who had pinned him to the ground "'under two hundred and thirty pounds of solid muscle. "'The officer's knee pressed hard into his back, "'immobilizing him. "'Get the hell off me!' Adam shouted. "'My life's work is in there!'